Welcome on in. This is Chris Wilcox, joined today by uh, Coach Rob McDaniel of the uh, Carroll Varsity Football Club. So, uh, Rob, thank you very much for taking time out of your uh, out of your day. We're actually still out here as practice is just kind of wrapping up, uh, doing some uh, I'll call them special teams. Yes. So, uh, Rob, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you come from, and uh, we can kind of go from there. I've been been coaching football at all different levels since 1984, so I've got a couple years under the belt. Uh, my last stint varsity-wise was 12 years at Peck. Uh, we've had pretty good success there. Uh, we averaged just, just under seven wins a season uh, for the 12 years. Um, bring a lot, of, um, a lot of functionality, a lot of why for the kids, and I think them understanding how we do things and why we do things uh, is getting them to buy in and... Uh, we had a pretty decent scrimmage, and I think that uh, the kids after that scrimmage even bought in more. Well, you mentioned the scrimmage, and you're talking about buying in, and you know I think that that's something that Carol has has been needing for a while is is the buy-in aspect. But I want to go back and and talk a little bit about maybe the why. Why Carol uh, for you? Um, you know, you have all this experience under your belt, um, so why Carol? Um. I lived over in Yale and we just moved up in this area, but I knew I was going to make the move up in the Bay City area for my family. And that's where I'm going to retire. So I was looking for a program um, that I felt I could make a difference in. So I've been watching Carroll football for probably the last four or five years. Um, And seeing them on film, I see a lot of potential. I see a lot of of athletes out there. And I just felt that this would be a good fit for the type of offense that I like to run. Um, I just made the move last year and was fortunate that the job did come open. So it just kind of fell right into my hands. Well, you talk about the type of offense that you run. Tell our listeners what type of offense that is and maybe what they can expect this year uh, coming on up here to a football game. Uh, we're definitely a run-first offense. Um, it's, it's no secret. Um, we run a double wing we're balanced on both sides of the ball, which makes the defense have to play us balanced on, on the opposite side, uh, giving us hopefully the advantage to get more people, more blockers uh, in front than um, what most teams can do. A lot of teams run off balance. A lot of teams run uh, different sets that kind of forces them to run the ball in a certain spot. Um, the biggest thing with us is, the, like I said, being balanced makes us a little more difficult to have to defend. So a little bit about this team. I was kind of taking a look at your roster a little bit, and uh, you've got, I think it's like four or five freshmen up here. you got a lot of juniors, which is really nice to see. Uh, so essentially a young team. you got, uh, I think, only two or three sophomores, and then obviously the rest are seniors. So tell me how these uh, the seniors have been maybe helping out, how they've been helping guide, and, and maybe tell me a little bit about each class and kind of where they're at with the program thus far. Uh, I can tell you that the seniors that we have are amazing. They're just there's a great leadership here. Um, they are tremendous football players, and you come into a program, and a lot of times you look at what's at the lower levels, and try to rebuild. You know, and that's usually what your first year is. Um, but I think we can take advantage of the athletes we have at the senior level and the leadership we have at the senior level. So I, I don't want this to be a throwaway year at all. Um, the younger group that we have. We we have some great athletes coming up. Um, there's several more kids on the JV that I wouldn't mind having with me, but um, I do have four up with me. I got two sophomores, so 
you know, six of our kids are underclassmen. Um, and then, like you said, we have a really nice group of juniors, which will help solidify our line for the next couple of years. Oh, when you talk about your running game, that's where the linemen come into play for you and understanding the scheme blocking and such. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm going to say you hit the nail on the head with those underclassmen coming up that are just going to play a big role for you. Um, how many linemen now do you currently have You know that you can anticipate filling in, and do you have uh, maybe some of those because we got that, that fifth quarter uh, rule in effect uh, where some of those JVs. So do you anticipate maybe some of those JV players coming up and getting some time as well? Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the fifth quarter rule. Um, I don't think that benefits um, anybody getting in in a quarter because it's taking away time of the kids on your team. Um, We do have eight to nine solid end-to-end players, so we do have options um, that we can get people off, get people rest. Uh, So I I think we're comfortable in that number. Um, The blocking scheme is is huge. Uh, To me, that's my favorite part of football is the strategicness of the line because if you can get a place for somebody to run anybody can run five yards you know if you do that three three times in a row it's a first down so you know you hope you hit a home run now and then but you just want to keep possession of the ball and you dip the clock well, you had a pretty pretty high success level over in Peck with some running backs over there, um, and some pretty notable running backs. So, um, do you, does does anyone here currently maybe mirror what you've had at that Peck level? Yeah, there's probably four kids that I right now. Two of them are seniors, and the other two are freshmen um, that I think could be thousand yard rushers, uh, and possibly two or three of them this year. I, I just had that kind of confidence in our, our offensive line uh, to open the holes, and the, the kids just read the holes well. And uh, like I said, there's, there's probably four, I think, that are definitely in the running for a 1,000-yard season. Uh, that's, I mean, that's pretty big, and uh, like I say, you've been around football for a long, long time. So looking at looking at the community, what are you expecting from the the Carroll community, you know, to to come out, you know, a, a first year head coach, and what do you see that community representing, and how they how they uphold uh, the Carroll football side of things? Uh, the community has been awesome since I've been here, uh, just welcoming me in. Uh, the fundraisers we have, people that I've never met before. Um, have come up to me and introduced themselves and, you know, say they've heard a lot of nice things about me, which makes me feel good. Um, I had a lot of people at the scrimmage um, that even came up that I've never even met before uh, came by and had some nice things to say about the kids and how we played. Um, the support has been just amazing. I mean, almost over the top. So I think if we can, if we can compete, I mean, wins and losses are one thing, but if we can compete and not lose any games and losing means you're the one who fumbled. You're the one who turned it over. You're not executing well. Um, Cause you can get beat by a better team, but if we can compete and not, and not lose, I think that we can, you know, maybe re- rekindle football here in Carroll. Well, I think it's definitely on the right track and uh, you know, bringing your, your scheme of run heavy first, uh, 
coming into Caro is is going to be huge, especially for a lot of these athletes. Uh, and you hit the nail on the head, the athletes. Uh, I've obviously been around Caro long enough to to see a lot of these athletes coming coming through, and this is your first year seeing them, and I'm sure your eyes kind of got opened a little bit seeing the athletes come through. So what what is a? I, I guess I'm going to ask you, and maybe I'm go, maybe I'm looking too far ahead, but what is the plan for the future? Um, I know this is only your first year, but how do you look to proceed? What has been essentially down down times for Carroll football, and I guess I'll take a Tigers line out of here. Restore the roar, essentially, uh, for the Carroll Tigers in the community. Uh, consistency, consistency at all the levels. Um, the the uh, junior high, the JV, and us are all running the same offense. Um, everybody has a little different. Uh, play card a little bit less at each level going down um i want to give those coaches some you know autonomy to maybe adjust some things themselves you know i don't know everything and sometimes you see something somebody else does and it makes you better uh some of the best things are are stolen from other coaches honestly um but i think if we can stay consistent and there's a good group of linemen coming up there's great backs coming up and i think just the repetitiveness of doing the same thing over and over. Um, I would like to create the, the old term, I need the kids to get to know the plays at a unconscious competence level, which means it's just like driving a car. You go through all the motions on putting the key in, 10 and 2 position, uh, and now as you get older and you've driven for a long time, you just get in the car and drive. You do all the same things, but it's it's unconscious. You just do it. And that's what we have to get with our plays. We just need to be able to run those plays at an unconscious level and execute that at that point. So let's talk about first first games literally right around the corner uh, here within a few days. And uh, talk a little bit about maybe kind of that expectation of what you're looking for out of that first game here uh, for your, well, your first year coaching. Uh, God, I'm, I'm looking for effort. Uh, I talk to the kids about that all the time. Um, go at 100%. I don't want you to think about anything. Go 100%. I can coach that. If I don't get the effort, I can't coach if you can't give me the effort. Um, I'm forcing them to make mistakes because making mistakes is fun for me because now I can correct things I can coach. Um, if I got kids that are perfect, um, it sounds silly, but it's not as fun for me to be able to coach them up. Um, so I've got them doing things at a higher level right now, at a higher speed right now. And the nice part is, is when they make a mistake, even in practice, they come to me and tell me what they did wrong on that play. Well, I think that's a good sign of coaching is what that is because they're now being coached and they understand what they're doing wrong, right? And that's and that's a high a high level of coaching and, and that's those individuals taking that back and understanding and they're gonna teach the younger group of kids as well, which is which is very, very big. Uh coach Rob, uh tell me a little bit about the coaching staff that you have in place and then uh maybe some of the coaches at the younger age levels too for uh those individuals out there listening to us. Um with me, I have Troy Waterman um, and Andy Nichols. Uh, they got a wealth of knowledge. Um, they've all coached at the lower levels. They haven't coached this system yet, so it's fun for me to, to be able to teach them. Uh, and they're, they're learning uh, actually quite well. Uh, at the JV level, I got Tim Wark and Dustin Spencer. Dustin played here. Um, he is, you know, he's a Carroll Tiger through and through. He does a great job with the kids. The kids respond to him well. 
Uh, Tim has ran a similar form of this offense uh, when he played for the Lakers. So it's not unfamiliar to him. It's just learning how I like to do things. Uh, you can run this double wing several different ways. Uh, and at the junior high level, we have Zach Helm, uh, who is in the junior high. So I needed somebody down there who's going to be around the kids more. And then um, also have Cole Romzek, uh, who has a Deckerville background. And that that's a big deal in the thumb. Um, even he came up to me and said, I've never had a run in different offense before. And I said, this is real similar. He goes, other than the terms, it is. So he, he knows this style of running. He just doesn't know out of the double wing set. Well, I'm a, I'm a Kingston alum, so I know I know what you're talking about, the whole Deckerville side of things as well, and yes. obviously the Peck side of things. So um, as, as we look forward, speaking about the Carroll alum, what is one thing that I guess if you could speak to everybody right now that has graduated from Carroll, what's one thing that you would tell them about Carroll football in the 2023 and then next year in 2024? I would say that we're worth coming out to take a look at. And I think you will see a lot of what brought Carroll football on the map. I think you'll see out of these teams the next two years. Well, Coach, I, I want to thank you for your time as uh, we're watching. Is that Logan McGarry out here? Connor McGarry. That's Connor. Okay. All right. It is Connor. Okay. Yeah. Out here booting some uh, some field goals. Um, but uh, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I know that you got a lot of work that uh, you want to get done here before the first game. Um, I'm excited. Um, I'm actually going to be up in the booth, uh, PA announcing, so I'm excited even for my first game in the booth, PA announcing and, and calling those Carroll Tigers out onto the field uh, for that very first time and your very first time. Um, so what is it like, though, to wear the purple and white? I, I, I need to know. It. I've been red and white for... It feels like forever. Um, it's it sounds silly, but purple always reminds me of royalty. It reminds me of class, and I that's how I feel when I put this on. I feel like I'm in a different class. Well, uh, that you that you are. So uh, I'm going to leave it at that, Coach Rob McDaniel. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, we wish nothing but the success of this year onto you and your team. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate that.